the Six Pointer Podcast. Hello and welcome to the Six Pointer Podcast, immediate post-match reaction to EFB's 2-2 draw, last game of the season with Yarnabert. Um, which means that SBO finished second to last in the first division table. I'm here with Jan Maslinhart. Jan, as always, very nice to see you. Shame about the circumstances, but lovely to see your face anyway. Yeah, look, uh, thank you, and uh, love to, lovely to have you in SBO. And a uh, big surprise, uh, anybody want to come here from uh, London for a game like this? But I know you booked the ticket before we knew how, how this would have ended. That's true. I was hoping this was going to be a relegation decider game, but... Um, you know, either way, I would have been in no matter what. I think, uh, you know, being that I'm um, mentally unstable in that way. But look, let's, let's cover the game first of all. Um, obviously, a 2 2 draw, the same result that I was here in November with the Yamba whole game. Um, an impressive first goal from SBF with a, uh, a free kick from. Andreas Trollson, an excellent free kick. I think me and you were debating when the free kick got won. If he's, is he going to deliver it? Is he going to shoot? The goalkeeper's only got a two-man wall. But what a, what what a free kick that was! Yeah, that, that was excellent. Yeah, yeah, we were actually debating whether Espia had a set piece taker that could do a, a, that could take a shot in a position like that. And and actually, my first uh, my first view was that we didn't have. Because we haven't seen this, this young guy in that many games, yeah. and we haven't seen him uh, take free kicks like this before. And um, yeah, if they can um, expand his contract, uh, that seems like a good idea. Yeah, cer- certainly he, he, he looks like he's got an eye for goal. And whilst you could debate that the goalkeeper should have set his yeah. lot better, it was a great finish and um, a great angle. And unfortunately, as per the the, the story of Espia's season, I was only two minutes later that. Yeah, but got the goal back. Um, I think it's Bangura who got the goal. Uh, it, it, it was very sort of um, reminiscent of the whole season, really, wasn't it? A, a little bit of promise, only to be cancelled out two minutes later, and um, disappointing, really, because I think I said to you as well that Espio probably had about four good chances in the first half, um, and probably deserved to be in front, really, on, on that basis. You, just to correct you, Luke, but it was uh, the one-one goal was a uh, was uh, counted as, as an old, own goal. Sorry, uh, I was thinking about a second goal, wasn't I? Sorry, yeah, yeah. yeah. The second goal was Bangura, but uh, and now I forgot what you asked about. But just to, just to mention, uh, I'm not sure if this has been uh, said, um, but their number two that went up in the header with yeah. uh, with Andreas Tolson. Yeah. I, I don't know his name, but. Um, he was apparently uh, b- uh, suspended for the game, so he played although he had quant- quarantine. So uh, I would think this would mean that SBS is gonna win this game, fully nil, nil and then uh, yeah. But um, we'll have to wait and see. That's an interesting point. So so the idea there was he was what in contact with someone or, or tested positive for for COVID? Is no, that, no, 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 no,
Yeah, you know, he he got a booking, yeah, a red card. Uh, oh, sorry, suspension. Sorry, suspension. I thought I thought you meant say quarantine. I thought he meant COVID restrictions. Yeah, okay. okay, because in Danish we say quarantine. Yeah, okay, okay, okay suspend, suspended, yeah. Suspension, okay, so that, that'll be interesting because essentially then they fielded in an ineligible player. So, yeah, like you say, the, the, the result should be voided, especially because he had such a, an impact in in that goal as well. So even though it, it turned out that Trollson had scored two goals in, in three minutes, according to Google, but... I mean, me and you were both saying when that when that equaliser went in, it wasn't really clear what happened. I yeah. thought it had come off someone's shoulder, maybe, um, maybe, and maybe that maybe it was Andreas Trollson's shoulder. Okay, we haven't, we haven't seen it. We haven't seen it on, uh, in, in a slow in a slow no. in a replay. So yeah, and then you know, as I said, I think. Espio had, had the best best of the of the first half. In the second half, I kind of feel that for large periods of it, you know, sort of controlled the game, and there were there were bits and pieces that the Espio came back into. Obviously, it, sorry, I, I correct myself. The Bangor goal was the second goal, like you said. Thank you, for, thank you for that. Um, which meant that that the Espio went behind two one, um, but it was a uh, an, uh, an R one trigger finesse shot from Elias Sorensen, uh, which which which. Uh, drew it for 2-2 and, and what a goal it was he sort of looped it on the inside of his foot, foot inside in, uh, in the 90th minute it was it was a great finish wasn't it I think it was a cool finish yeah. you know a real uh, goal getter finish like hey I'm just doing this for fun uh, because I want to <laughs> yeah and, 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 and you know that was probably the one of the highlights of the game, wasn't it? That finish um, when you when you consider maybe of the season, but oh, yeah. yeah, okay. Um, but we have to mention Luke that this game also was affected by the the, the process. The, the, no, affected by that none of the teams really had oh. anything to play for. Yeah. So both teams were relegated before the game started. Yeah. This was more had more of a summer game feeling pre-season yeah so and what happened at the stadium that I feel is worth mentioning is that the fans had this uh, protest against the owners uh, that meant that the fans after 19 minutes and 24 seconds left the stadium and stopped uh, cheering for the, for, for the teams the, the fans in the in the fan corner um, 19 minutes and 24 seconds as as 1924, the year for 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 uh, birth. So uh, yeah, and um, the, the the massive protest against the owners uh, started late in the season, but uh, they've been escalating, and this was the this was uh, the biggest uh, protest we've seen yet. Yeah, and it, it certainly. I mean, you were talking in the second half as well. It certainly had an impact on the on the atmosphere as well. Obviously, yeah, that, with maybe it. that's why I say it, it yeah. had the summer game <laughs> feeling. Yeah, because yeah. yeah, after the guys obviously left, you know, there was there was very limited atmosphere in in, in the ground. Um, obviously, listeners, if you head over to at Six Pointer Podcast on Instagram and Twitter, you can see that live. We we actually recorded the moment that they stopped cheering. You can hear the stark difference between when they were supporting the team and when they when they left the stadium as well. We've got some few pictures and, and videos on there, so have a look and. Yeah, look, I mean, it's, it's obviously been a hot topic over the last sort of few months, hasn't it, as, as things have got progressively worse at the club. 
there's a huge discussion around you know what's going to happen with the ownership you know uh, me and you were talking in, in the first half as around around sort of from a business point of view does it make sense to sell now at a loss but you made the good point as you know for the next season the owners have got to front up the cash haven't they to, to, you've got to, essentially got to invest in the club for the next season so it's whether they cut their losses now with all this pressure on them or you know they continue to maybe take a back seat and and, and still own the club in the meantime I mean it remains to see, remains to be seen what happens there's no doubt that being in the second division, you 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 have almost none uh, TV money coming in, and um, sponsors wouldn't be as interested in uh, in putting money in the project in the second division as in the first. And uh, so there's a lot of things uh, saying that if you if you're going down at the second division, this is going to cost the owners a lot of money. So that could be. Uh, a point of uh, uh, for them to say, okay, let's, uh, as you say, cut our losses now. But on the other side, the owners have been saying clear and loud, this wouldn't be. Now we're taking all the beating in the club. We we've been so we've been to such a hard period, taking all the beatings, and um, why would we leave now? So we're not okay. So. On the other side, on the yeah, I just said that. But so on the third side, maybe uh, there could come an offer from a local businessman, or as uh, Michael called the chairman said to me, if a man lands with a parachute from Mars and and, and a big mo- uh, bag of money, uh, we might say yes because we are investors, we're businessmen. And on the flip side of that, also, I am playing the lottery. So if I win the lottery, you know, I might, I might fancy investing. Um, Jan, we've had a few questions in from our listeners on, on Twitter. Thank you very much for everyone who has got in touch, not only today, but also throughout the season. We really do appreciate your input. It's been great in terms of shaping the discussion we've got and the questions we've got for the podcast. So thank you very much. Uh, Nikolai Anderson's asked, can we get an early guess on which position EFB will end up in next season? So, I mean, I think the expectation is, given the infrastructure of the club, given the size of the club, and I appreciate the history of the club really has no bearing on, on how you perform, but SBA really should be aiming to have one season in the third tier and get promotion straight away, shouldn't they, Jan? I mean, this this should be a one-season stint in Division 2 for SBA and promotion straight away. That That is, that is the ideal scenario, is it not? For me, it's the only scenario. I can't imagine. I can't imagine it ending any other ways. Although I've been surprised a few times this year in how bad uh, things can go for this club yeah so I mean look I think everyone's got fingers crossed not only for the you know the the, the club but the, the city and, and the pride of, of what we've got look I've made no exceptions of saying that you know the infrastructure of this club the, the size you know the fact this is the fifth biggest city in Denmark it, it deserves to be playing in the Super League and I appreciate none of those things give you a divine right but Given the setup here, I'm just looking around me now at, 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 at sort of the, the cafe here that we're in. This is this is set up to be a Super League club, isn't it? Um, and it, it is an absolute travesty that we will be playing third division football next season. But we are where we are, and look. <laughs> You've only got to use this, I, I guess, think about this, if you want to try and put possibly as, as an opportunity. This is an opportunity to rebuild the club, isn't it? Um, this is an opportunity to, you know, Dolly Parton once said, if you want the rain, you've got to put up with the rainbow. And this is the rain at the moment, and you've got to hope that the rainbow is comes in promotion next season and the immediate promotion back up to the season, Super League next season. Yeah. Um, 
So, so you said, but it's also a possibility of beginning to win some match, some football matches, yeah. and win the supporters back. So um, that starts with that starts with the owners and the club is has to be better at communicating, has to be better being tr trustworthy in what they say. So, because we heard them say that we're gonna play offensive style of football, but at the end of the season we ended up with a um, minus uh, 17 goal score. <laughs> There's not uh, a lot of offensive football in that. So, that, there hasn't been any, yeah, it's been hard to trust what they said the whole season. So, um, and that's a good place to start, uh, I think. Because what I've seen in the city is I've seen people moving away, start not caring about yeah. the club. So people lo are losing interest, and uh, and and the club needs to start getting people interested in in the club again, and and start start feeling for the club again. Yeah, it's all about feelings. This yeah. game, of course, it's all about passion, isn't it? And feeling. And, and if you were to put a run of results together in, in, in the league next league mm -hmm. next season and, and start winning and I have no doubt that the fans will flood back to the stadium and you'll create an atmosphere and you know the Nordvest Curve guys are going to be there no matter what despite their protest today you know they will be there in, in, in the third tier and will be supporting the club so it will be undoubtedly the best atmosphere in the second division um, look, look and there's, there's one more thing that's going to be crucial for how this uh, this will go because we've seen this club have so many b different managers uh, yeah. this year and, and, the, and the years before and it's so crucial that they find the right man to, to and the stability and um, then I think the club will have to find a core of players here on contract now we want you to stay we want to build this team around you and then say okay we had we had a green light from uh, Mess Larsen maybe uh, and guys like him um, if they can if they can get these guys to say yes we want to do this then um, then 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 they can fill up this, the blanks with with people from the with young guys from the academy and and I know there are young good players there yeah. and um, and then we actually the Danish national coach Casper Jumann praised Espia for how they uh, used almost uh, under 19 squad when when they went down and uh, at at the time when Martin Brathwaite were and the Angerson bro brothers. Um, Jonas Knudsen and guys like them uh, played in, in the club and they, yeah. they all got their breakthrough in the in the first division and maybe we can um, I say we maybe Espia if we maybe if we can um, do the same trick once again in the second division well without a doubt it's a we mate because like we said earlier the fans and the club really need to pull together here and in, 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 in this uh, third tier of Danish football and, and you know push the club to, to go back for and that's a seamless segue to Mikael Sorensen's question of who of the current first team is going to be here next season? I mean, we've already heard from Hoybio, the goalkeeper, who said he's 99% certain to leave the club. I think Lasher, who won player of the season, has, has, has already said you know, that he won't be here next season. So who do we think is going to be that core, as it were, next season? I mean, how many players out of the current squad are going to stay? And I guess the leading question from that is where are the club going to need to strengthen in the summer? I mean, I'm throwing you all the big questions. Yeah, sorry, Ian. But sorry, Luke. But I, I can't even guess about it because it is guessing. It is guessing on, and 
because I can't go, I can't set myself into the American sets and Paul Conway with his data sheets, sets and uh, how how do they work out which players are. Okay, I guess we'll make it easier then. I mean, who who do we know is leaving then for sure? I mean, that, 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 that's, we do a process elimination. So we know Hoybier, the goalkeeper, is leaving. Lash is going to leave. Who else do we know is definitely going to leave the club in, in, in the summer? Yeah, we said goodbye to a couple of players. Was it eight players today we said goodbye to? Eight. Is that many as eight, is it? Wow. So eight names are leaving. So, so we know a number. Of, so we know a number of players that will be departing the club this season. Um, yeah, we haven't got the exact amount or the exact numbers, yeah, but we, we know I there will be a large amount. I think it, it players are leaving: Curry, Dave, Fexermel, Kempis Tekiela, the German Senomit, uh, yes. uh, amongst them. Uh, yeah, I said that um, players. I think could be yeah, worth building around is uh, maybe Yasin Buhane. Okay. Uh, Niklas Strunk is still here. Yeah. Mess Larsen, as I said earlier. Yeah. Um, um, Bichiki could be a good player yeah. in, 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 the, in the second league, uh, in the, uh, the second division, yeah. uh, with his uh, trickery, his will to 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 uh, yeah trickery. <laughs> Let's call it that. Mm-hmm. Um, in in the defense, we have Said Kuric. He could be a cornerstone in defense. Um, Jonas Mortensen is uh, his contract is ending this se- summer. I don't know if they are, they, they 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 want to. I hope I hope he could. Uh, I would hope that he could also be one of those. Uh, and as I said earlier, Andreas Tholsen. Emil Holten in, 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 in attack. Yeah. So look, I mean, whilst it's a disappointing season, I mean, there's certainly cause for the optimistic and, you know, we like to always be pos- positive on the podcast. So let's hope that this is an opportunity that SBA can take to rebuild and the next two seasons are successive, successive promotions. Um, but of course, we're bringing you all the, all the news here on the podcast for any, any transfers, anything that we have coming up on the club. Um, we might be joined by Anna's later. It's been how drunk it is if we meet him. Oh, that would be uh, that would be one of the fun podcasts cast would, to listen that, to. That would so potentially we could have him in later on. So stay tuned for that. Um, but thank you very much for listening and uh, take care. The Six Pointer Podcast. Uh,